likes going to the grocery store. You have to pick up the car, head to the store, shop amongst the COVIDy masses, stand in line for hours at checkout, then drive all the way back home only to have to lug your groceries into the house. Well, what if you were able to get all your groceries delivered right to your door with savings up to 50% off of the big guys? Brian, your Thrive Market order has arrived. Thrive Market is one of the top grocery store alternatives on the market featuring hundreds of products for specific diets and lifestyles. So, you eating paleo or Whole30 or you living that keto life? Perhaps you have celiacs like yours truly and you want some gluten-free options that actually taste good. Side note, Thrive literally has one of the best gluten-free pizza crusts I've ever had. Literally have it every single week. And here's what's even better. Not only do all orders over $49 get free shipping, but members of the Brian Nichols Show audience get 20% off their first order. Plus, get one month of their Thrive membership for free. So head over to the show notes and click the link for your exclusive Thrive Market offer and start skipping the grocery store today. You've heard the name Ebels, but now you need to remember My Delta 8. From the same people who brought you Ebels, My Delta 8 is Delta 8 THC, offering a semi-sedative physical sensation without the overwhelming mental simulation of Delta 9 THC, resulting in a smoother, much milder experience. Both Ebels and My Delta 8 offer both best quality product and customer service in the industry, from helping manage chronic pain, anxiety, depression, and more. The reviews are in, folks. Both Ebels and My Delta 8 are truly game changers as a natural alternative to big pharma drugs. And hey, yours truly here at the Brian Nichols Show can vouch for the quality of Ebels and my Delta 8 having to deal with a herniated disc in my back plus years of sports injuries. Ebels and my Delta 8 offer relief where generic medicines simply mask the pain. And did you know you can get Ebels and my Delta 8 delivered right to your door at a special discounted price? That's right. All members of the Brian Nichols Show audience can use promo code TBNS at checkout and boom, discount applied. Again, that's code TBNS at checkout to get the highest quality CBD and Delta 8 THC on the market delivered right to your door. One more time, the code is TBNS at checkout. We can become great at doing the the things that we do well, the things that are, we focus on. Like I'm, I think our audience is great at selling liberty. I think we have yeah. been amazing at doing that. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C-level executives to help them future-proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. You start to ask questions that piques interest and get him to feel like, okay, this guy's actually got something that maybe can help me out. And then in your asking of questions and trying to uncover the real problems, build that natural trust. I know I went in the monologue there, man. (laughs) Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. That's right. Welcome back, folks. Happy Monday. Yes, we are, of course, in store. You heard from our good buddy, Chris Goizetta. Why weren't your Facebook ads working, Jeremy? Don't worry. If you missed that episode, swing back to last Monday. Chris Goizetta, marketing professor, was in the house. But today we are talking all things sales, specifically price and value. Yes, they are a little different, but they go hand in hand, especially when trying to help show the value and the benefits of the solutions we bring to the table. Yeah. But hello, folks. I'm Brian Nichols, your humble host. And today, as I mentioned, our, our sales huddle here with Jeremy Todd, sales guru. Welcome back to the program, Jeremy. How you doing, man? I'm doing so well. Uh, thanks for having me and uh, excited to, to get into it. 
Absolutely. Well, excited to dig into, yes, value and price. You you hear yeah. objections quite often. People say that's just too expensive. And I, I think this is a really important conversation to have. Now, let's not necessarily say expensive, right, when we're talking about price. Because right. price can be many different things. And we were talking beforehand, mm-hmm. price could be really money, but it could also be your time, your energy, your mm-hmm. effort that you have to put in, the, the energy you're investing into, whatever it may be. And in this yeah. case, we have to try to differentiate not just why something costs what it costs, whatever that price is, but then in return, the value that's coming from that and how they do go hand in hand. So Jeremy, let's set the stage here. Let's first define price and value and show the difference sure. when we're trying to break those two terms down. Yeah, absolutely. So value is subjective. It is what you get or gain uh, from something. It's a perception. And that's our episode for the day right there. (laughs) Value is subjective. (laughs) Value is subjective. Uh, It it is not determined by labor. Uh, But uh, value is subjective. It's, It's what something means to somebody. It is. And uh, it, it, it is basically what you get uh, for what you pay. Now, price is what you pay to get that thing. Um, and so there's this series of exchanges there. And price can be anything from time, money. You can exchange freedom, unfortunately, a lot of times. Uh, some people choose to do that uh, in the political world. Uh, sometimes it's stress. You may uh, encounter a product uh, that is lower in price, better, more effective at what you want to do, but there's some stress involved in just having to make the change. And so people won't do that change or uh, they lose certainty by making a change. And persuasion is really about being a catalyst for those changes. And so what you have to be able to do is think of two, two, two bars going up and down. If the price is below the price that you pay is below the value that you get from it. Most of the time people are willing to do that. Uh, however, if they perceive the price that they have to pay in order to get this thing of value as greater, it's as simple as them saying no, uh, or I don't believe that. And this is, uh, this is really easy to illustrate. Uh, for example, uh, one I used to give all the time to high schoolers is, is $1,000 expensive? And they would all go, yeah, because most of them have never held $1,000 in their hand. And I would say, well, yeah, $1,000 for this uh, dry erase marker here, you know, and I would talk it up and try to sell it and shine it and everything. And they'd I, I go, would you pay me a thousand dollars for this? And they'd say, well, of course not. I go, okay, outside is a brand new shiny Lamborghini. It's only a thousand dollars. Can you afford it? And they would all go, yeah. And I go, wait, you just told me you didn't have a thousand dollars for my pen. And that's the very big difference in value is that they didn't see the value in this product. They did see the value in that product. And so they were willing to make the exchange because the value was greater. Time is another one. If it takes you uh, 18 years uh, to mow your lawn, that's not really worth it. (laughs) But if it takes you 18 years to raise a child, you go, yeah, there's, there's enough value to exchange my time in pursuit of that. Um, so that, that really kind of illustrates the difference between price and value, how they interact. And it's our job. We can't always determine the price, but what we can help people see and understand and perceive is the value. So so when they're talking about value, right. And I think you, you did 
start to talk about this a little bit as well, Jeremy. When we're talking about value, it is subjective as well. Um, what if, for example, we know that our price is high, right? And let, let's let's make it real <laughs> for folks. The price for voting third party is huge. If we're if you're really yeah. looking at what it's costing them, because now they know that nine times out of ten, red team, blue team, they're gonna win, right? They know no. that's gonna happen. So they know that. In that 50-50 split, that if they can get half of their issues they care about into office, that at least they know that they have a shot at that happening. Whereas mm-hmm. voting for that third party, be it the, the gold team or another team, it is a higher uh, price. So with sure. that being said, right, we see this a lot, especially in consultative selling. And this is why I brought in the solutions-based selling mindset here to the greater liberty world. Because when you look at what our kind of number one objection we're going to be getting is – Third parties never win. It's a waste of my time. It's a wasted vote. It's a price objection, right? Mm-hmm. So in mm-hmm. overcoming that, we have to first really understand that, that we're going to be hearing that objection. We have to make sure, and going back to our episode we had before, when we uncover objections and to isolate those objections and answer them head on. But in that overcoming objection, partly what we're going to have to do, and this is where we really have to make sure we're shining above the other two teams, is we really have to make sure we're building up that value, that long-term mm-hmm value and and here's the the reality people don't care anything about who you are or what it is that you're selling what they care about is how you're going to be able to help solve the problems they they see around them and i've said this time and again meet people where they're at right and people at the time of the show they're they're saying brian we get it well good please make sure you do get it because this is something that's so important because if we're not doing the things that the other two parties aren't doing then we're missing out on a really golden opportunity, no pun intended, to reach folks who otherwise they wouldn't be hearing our message and they wouldn't feel that their ideas could actually, uh, I don't know, have a chance, actually get into action. So, Jeremy, let's move forward into now we're presenting these these benefits and features. Now, one of the the things I've always heard, you sell the the benefits of what you get, not the features, but at the same point in time, you got to make sure they at least know what they're getting, right? So how can we kind of marry that so we're not forgetting what it is that we're selling, but at the same point in time, focusing on the overall outcome. Yeah. So first, this is anytime I've taken over a sales program that is struggling. Let me tell you what they are always, always doing every time. 100 percent, Brian, when I show up day one and I watch them sell, they are straight into pitching. They are, let me tell you who we are, what we do, what we sell, what its benefits are. That does not work. It never works. It doesn't matter how good your product is. It will never work. So back to a previous episode that we did, you have to earn the right to present a solution. So do not forget, and I'm going to emphasize this, until you have asked questions, discovered their problems like you just talked about, None of what I'm about to tell you works. You have to absolutely get them on the journey and get them in the place where we are both on the same page as to what problems they are facing and what they are dealing with. Before you can provide any solutions, you have to earn that right. So I I, I wanted to say that. So then let's talk about what is a feature and a benefit. So a a feature is um, basically what something does or how something works. Uh, it, a lot of times when people say we just need to educate people about libertarianism, <laughs> they're talking uh, about 
features, right? They're they're talking about what oh. is libertarianism equals. You're gonna well, good idea on the death. Oh God. <laughs> yes, just, exactly. Right. End it now. Uh, that's a that's a feature. A benefit is why they care. What is in it for them? With them. W i i f m. What is in it for them? Um, and and so or or for me. Uh, what's in it for me is what they're always asking themselves. And that's what you have to address. That's what benefits are. So for example, um, a big screen TV may have, uh, you know, 480, uh, 4k, uh, all these features, led backlight, whatever name the feature that's listed on the box, right? Exactly. Total snooze fest. The benefit is, Okay, when I'm in the other room hosting a Super Bowl party, I, I, I all I of my friends are blown away because they are in in. I make all my friends envious of my TV. Set. I had That's the exact. Benefit. I had the yeah. exact same example in my head. I was like, just imagine <laughs> being able to sell that. Like you had the best Super Bowl party ever. Why? Absolutely. Because everybody kept talking about how clear it was to watch the game. Jeremy, it was like we were actually there. We could see mm-hmm. everything. 100%. Is that a little bit different than saying, well, you know, it's got uh, how many different lights yes. in, in the system? Like, nobody cares. 100% difference. Exactly. And this is what we, we talked about a little bit last time with storytelling, about being able to take the the, the sort of boring tactical features of things and what they do and tying it to an emotional impact that it makes on people's lives. And we are humans. These emotions matter and people don't buy 480 uh, or or 4k. What they buy is having the best TV at a Super Bowl party, right? They, or, or being able to brag their friends. And this, you can do this across any, any, any product line, anything like that. There are benefits, um, that, that come with uh, these things that are what the feature does specifically for them. Now, here's where it gets really effective and interesting is if you have done a good job on discovering earlier, well, your job was to know that this guy buying a TV from you really wants to have the best TV and he's throwing a Super Bowl party. So, yeah, I'm going to talk about 4K, but I'm going to talk about 4K in the frame of what it's going to do for him and being able to show off his new TV at that Super Bowl party. I just turned into a sense? freaking bobblehead over here because I'm nodding in agreement so yeah. much. I'm, I was actually you off tie screen back. pumping my fist because Jeremy was on a roll there because it, at the end of the day, Jeremy, and this, you, you, what you just said, exemplifies the entire problem that we have right now in the gribber, uh, the gribber, the greater Liberty the world. There we go. Yep. There we go. That's, and that's the problem, right? Is that you do see the folks who want to educate to death. They want a good idea to death. And they say, God mm-hmm. damn it. We're right. And we know we're white. Why won't yep. people listen to us? And it's like, well, my bro, because you are just talking about how right you are. You're trying to be the engineer and just sell all the quirky, cool things it does. I think about this in my telecom world where you'll have the engineer and they're just talking about, you know, it's got seven ports on the back. Holy Mm -hmm. cow. And they're just fascinated about how many different (laughs) Ethernet jacks there is. And you look over to the customer and the customer's on their phone scrolling uh, on, on Instagram or Twitter because 
They don't care. Yeah. They don't care how many ports there are in the back. They don't care about, you know, whether it's Cisco or Meraki. What they care about is that if they get the SD-WAN solution, it's going to help them so they don't have to spend as much time managing their IT security for five different locations. That's five different uh, security apparatus that they have to go and actually put their, you know, their time, energy, and effort into for moves, ads, and changes. Guess what? All through mm-hmm. a portal, that's talking about something that's now yep. in it for them. And let's be real. We all have read the books. We know the features. We know how many ports are on the back of our router that we can sell to people, yep. right? If, it, if the router is Liberty, right? But yep. at the end of the day, nobody cares. Nobody right. cares how great the product is until, yes, they see not only does the product help solve the problems that they see, but it's mm-hmm. actually a realistic product that matches to your point, Jeremy, that price and value combination. So thank you for helping us paint that yeah. page. And I think really that is Absolutely. that is though the crux of this big divisiveness. We've seen the movement for generations now at this point. Yeah. Educate or sell features yeah. or benefits. And we yeah. had folks like Harry Brown who who had the right path. And then we took this hard diversion towards the, the features again. And I don't know how that happened. I'm hoping we're on the right path back, though. I don't mean to derail, yeah. though. Let's go back. I'm no, sorry. No, no, that's okay. The benefits. Yeah, well, here, let me, let me, it, it also matters how you present these benefits. There is a way our brain works, and there is a way that you inspire and motivate people to make changes, uh, and, and you can see it play out in the world. Okay, so I'm going to give you two computer companies, all right? I'm going to give you Dell, and I'm going to give you Apple. Now, when you think of those two, you almost like, uh, I don't know about you, but when I think of Apple, I don't think of computer company, right? But but Dell, I think of computers. And the reason is the way in which these two message to the world is very, very different. The way that they sell to the world is extremely different. So uh, Simon Sinek in, in his famous TED Talk talks about the golden circle. It's basically, think of a blank target logo. So it's three circles, one inside the other. And on the outside is what, on the middle is how, and in the, in the very center, the bullseye is why. Well, when you communicate to the outside world, kind of in your natural human way, you start with what, then you move to how, and then you get to why. Well, what is your features, right? How is, is kind of a blend between features and benefits, and then why is really a, a benefit, but even something bigger. It's, it's, it's a larger vision for how you see yourself and how you see the world. And that can be a magic bullet in the way that you present. So, for example, if you're Dell, you go, we are Dell computers and we make great computers. That's your what? How do we do that? Well, we have the best processors. We have the best engineers. We have 4K display, you know, this, that, whatever. Apple never really does that. How do they perceive Apple sells from the outside in? And it's far more effective because you find, just like we were talking about with the um, law of diffusion of innovation, you find those very first people who believe what you believe, the innovators, the early adopters, the people who are willing to take the risk before social proof exists. That's who you have to speak to. And in order to speak to that, you have to speak to them at a deeper level, which is who they are. So in the previous example, what we were talking about with benefits was this person 
uh, wants to have the nicest TV amongst his friends. But what else do we know about him? He wants to be a great friend. He wants to host parties. He wants to be seen as the, the center of the, the social circle. And so when you speak to people from that place first, are you the kind of person who wants to be the center of your social circle? Does it matter to you that your friends have a great time when they're around you? Well, what if you hosted a Super Bowl party where you had the best TV and people couldn't stop talking about it for days afterwards? That's why you need our new 4K TV. So in that way, you communicate from the inside out. You start with talking about why, what inspires them, who they are, speak directly to their soul and the vision that they have for themselves and the world. And then you work your way out from there until you finally reach, by the way, this is a great TV. So we've presented the features, we presented the benefits and we've married the two. We presented it in the way of the what, how and why, but how do we make sure that it's actually doing what it's supposed to do. I mean, you make the TV sale, right? And mm -hmm. it's transactional. It's done. You're done. You're yeah. the sales guy. You're the best buy guy. You're like, I just sold a $5,000 TV. I'm going to go take a vacation. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the Liberty world or in your, your B2B world, especially, and that's where you and I live mostly in our, mm -hmm. our professional careers, you see, no, the it's, it's long-term. It's, it's almost like yeah. in, in the game theory world, it's repeated games, repeated interactions. Or, and with or that, even better, Finite games versus infinite games. Yeah. Even yeah, exactly, and we even teased on that back a couple episodes ago. So when you're looking at how to maintain this relationship, I dare say it's almost it's almost more important to do that follow up, right? Yeah. Because if you're not checking in, you're not putting in the effort, the energy that you need to put in afterwards to make sure that you're actually addressing the solution. Not only now at this point have you not helped the person you're trying to help, but you've likely turned them off and they're going to start pursuing alternatives. Much like when we talk about disrupting the status quo vendors and we're presenting Liberty as an alternative solution, at mm -hmm. that point, it's because they're already in the mindset. A, they know that they don't like what they already have as a status quo or B, it yep. is a status quo and they really haven't explored otherwise. If they're voting third right. party and let's you know bring it back to the Liberty world away from the TV, yeah. as much as I want to talk about the 4K TV, yeah, but if yeah, we bring yeah. it back to the Liberty world, if they're already voting for a libertarian or just a Liberty oriented candidate, that tells me just based on context clues that they were willing to take a, a chance, right? Yep. They, they really were, were at a point where they're like, wow, the red team and blue team sucks. So then it's on us to make sure we give them not just the best experience, but we, we keep up our end of the bargain. Make sure that we're entering back in to make sure we're answering the questions that they had originally to make sure the product that we presented or the solution we presented is actually answering their problems. So how do we maintain that dialogue and how do we actually make sure that we've, I guess, really our solution is doing what we said it was going to do? Yeah. Uh, so there's a there's a few things that that are really important here and it, that, that you set the stage on. So these are people who uh, have already maybe taken a step or given us an indication that they are uh, a potential a customer they've bought. They've done that first sort of transaction. Well, Chris talked about this on a previous episode with you guys about building loyalty. Um, and so the goal isn't and this is where I get 
kind of frustrated with some people in the liberty movement. The goal isn't just a transaction. Say it, it is, again. <laughs> it, you, it, yeah, it, it is not a vote. It is not a transaction. It is, we are not at that point yet where we're at the tip where we can start to just deal transactionally with the masses. We are still seeking our core base of and unifying those. So the goal is not to convince people that they need what you sell. The goal is to find and convince people to believe what you believe. What you are trying to do is to get people to think the same way as you. So, uh, or, or just think the same way about liberty, um, that, that you do uh, in, in this arena. So when you follow up with them and you're, you're staying engaged with these people, these people in your family and things like that, I think it's very easy to uh, simply just ask questions at the dinner table, uh, at the family events and stuff like bring up topical situations and say, Hey, what are your thoughts on this? And we're going to, so that, that brings us back to that journey of discovery. What are your thoughts on this? And they'll they'll say some stuff and you can kind of hear, okay, well, there's a little bit of residual conservative or there's a little bit of residual progressive still left in their thought, which is fine. Um, It it is a long journey. Uh, Understand also people are on a journey uh, with this and there it it takes a little bit of of time to deprogram and reprogram people to think empathetically uh, in, in, in a liberty way. So uh, that, that, that's a great opportunity to re-engage with them and, and, and find out and just say, hey, you know, when you thought about X issue that we found some common ground on previously, what principle was it that was guiding you? Why did you believe what you believed? And it's all about the, again, the, the question is not what do you believe or how does this thing work? I'll give you a great example. Go ask a Bernie Sanders supporter how Medicare for all works. They, they have no clue. They, they, honest to God, most of them have no idea what it means. What they are sold on is what they believe at their core. And that is that healthcare is a human right. Okay. We, we disagree, but that that is their core belief that needs to shift. They don't even know how, what, because none of that stuff. Well, can I ch- I, I'm actually, Please I'm curious jump in. Yeah. because I don't know if that's the case. I think actually that they, they much like everybody else are sold on outcomes. What's the outcome okay. they want? They want health. Yes. That, that, yes, that, that's the why. And, and mm. that's what I mean. And like, that, that's the vision they have for the world is a vision oh, I see where everybody saying. has health care. Okay. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. So that health care is a human right. Everybody has, however they put their, their spin on it. The rationalization almost. What, yeah, what they are sold on is their vision for the world. And the person who is effectively speaking to that vision for the world is the person that wins their business. Uh, because when they put a Bernie sticker on their car, it's telling the world, here's who I am and here's what I believe. And it's the same for us when we put a libertarian sticker on our car. Here's who we are and here's what we believe. It's about your belief structure and your systems. The way you chip away at that is what we just spent some time talking about. Issue by issue that matters to them, find find out what that actual deep-seated belief system about how the world should work and then present the 
the features and the benefits of a libertarian solution to it. But you have to first and foremost connect empathetically with that vision they have for the world. You, you went right back to where I was going to go, actually. And I want you to maybe just continue on this thought because you, you've said it now twice. Empathet- uh, empathy. Thinking empathetically. There's actually – are you the one that runs a liberty empath Twitter? No, no. Great no? dude, no. Okay, Love yeah, it. because I, I see that. I, that was actually my, my notifications today. And it's great stuff because that is – it's necessary to understand. Yeah. And this is where I think we, we see some folks get confused. Understanding why someone ticks the way they tick is not the same as understanding and then placating and just like, oh, poor babying them. That's that's yeah. two different things. Yeah. Empathy is is truly almost like I'll give you a perfect example of how empathy in action works. And mm-hmm. it, it sold all of us. And I bet half of us didn't even realize it. In 2008, what did Ron Paul do so freaking well on that debate stage? He was empathetic in his understanding and explanation of why did they hit us on 9-11, Jeremy? Because we've been over there for over a decade bombing them. And Mm -hmm. And he got so much fervor for that statement. But what did he do? He was being empathetic in saying this is a reality. We are we are trying to understand why people do things in a certain way. Now, there are those people who are completely irrational and people you never really want to look at as a target market. We get that. That's the, the hyper, hyper, you know, end of yeah, the, the, the spectrum. Exactly. 10%. I would say even the 5%, like that's like yeah. those folks you can never talk to. But then let's talk to the the middle of the group, the people who are the folks who are your average everyday person just living their life and, my goodness, Jeremy, I, I think it's pretty safe to say that at this point, folks just want to live their life as they see fit, so long as they're not hurting anybody else and they're not taking their stuff. Can we just do that? And that's the type yep. of person that when we are entering into an empathetic mindset, how we can say, hey, absolutely. And you know what? Let's talk about some of the issues that matter to you. But first, I want to understand kind of how you got to where you are. And then we can start to unwind. Then you can start yes. to peel back the layers of the onion. And we can, can start going down that, that journey of the buyers, uh, not only asking questions, but learning about the features and benefits that will matter to them, the okay. solutions that will. And again, it all goes hand in hand as long as we are asking those key fundamental questions. So, Jeremy, unfortunately, we are getting close to yeah. end of time. So, you know the rule. I want to make sure I give you. The final platform here to give a great shout out uh, in terms of number one, anything that you've been thinking of the past week, uh, you know, anything that's been on top of mind, because it's been a, bit, a little bit since we last heard from you. But number two, yeah. obviously your sales tip for the week. I've been doing my daily sales huddle over at the uh, mm-hmm. the, the email. Oh, so thank you. I appreciate that. It's been a lot of fun uh, making sure I get up there after my workout, get my sales huddle out to you guys. So if, you ha- if you're interested, by the way, briannicholshow.com forward slash Liberty Friends ebook. You'll go ahead and get the uh, four easy steps you can implement now to help sell Liberty to friends and family ebook sent right to your inbox. And then, mm-hmm. uh, as I mentioned, that daily sales huddle. I'm so excited to be able to bring that to you guys. I think it's very practical too. So fingers crossed people are getting value out of that. But Jeremy, uh, final thoughts here for the episode and also your weekly sales tip for the uh, the folks here at the Brian Nichols Show. Yeah, yeah. I'll happily uh, wrap them up uh, in a couple. So Number one, speak to people's gut uh, when you and you do that through discovering 
why they believe what they believe and then find out how you can attach to that sort of gut thing. People make gut decisions far more and, and then they rationalize them with features and benefits. You have to be able to speak to people's gut and that is understand what they believe about the world and speak to those principles. It is much easier to win people's hearts and minds if you can sell them on principles. Live and let live. Don't hurt people. Don't take their stuff. Then walk back from there and address issue by issue and show and always tie it back to that. Uh, my final thought and uh, sales tip for the week is what that does is you want to create an environment where people feel comfortable and safe making gut decisions, just trusting their gut and knowing what to go with. And so the way that you do that is you express empathy, you understand, you let them know, hey, I'm here for your benefit. I'm here to actually help you solve problems. We believe and we see the world very similarly. What we believe about the world is the same. And that's how you create an environment for people to feel comfortable making those gut decisions as you walk back uh, and, and walk through. Uh, do I do shout outs and plugs too now? Do it. Do it up. Why not? Yeah. At the bottom of the screen, JTOD601 uh, on Twitter. Uh, soon to be up and running, JTOD for LNC.com uh, in my pursuit to be at large rep for the Libertarian Party. And find me at Pork, not Pork Fest, find me at Freedom Fest in two weeks. Uh, I will be there. Uh, I will not be square, but uh, <laughs> I'll be around. So come say hello. All right, my turn for plugs. All right, so I'm going to finish with a quote from the Ayn Rand disciple, sales guru, Jeffrey Jeffrey Gittimer. Customers don't want to know how it works. They want to know how it will help. Yes, mm -hmm. I, I cannot agree more enough. Jeffrey Gimmer, by the way, great follow. Uh, go check him out. He's also an Iron Rand fan, so take that for what it's worth. Uh, I have some plugs. I will be down in Orlando, Florida, hanging out with our good buddy Chris Goizetta and the amazing team at Young Americans for Liberty. Yes, officially got the flight book hotel all checked out. We are ready to rock and roll for Revolution 21, and I will be on Media Row taking interviews, having great conversations with all the folks who are going to be there at this. I'm so excited. Huge event. I was yeah, over here in Philadelphia awesome. 2018. They had Yao Khan at the Philadelphia airport uh, right out there. At the, I think it was the Marriott there uh, and had a chance to, uh, to meet all the amazing uh, people there. And now I think this is the first big event for Young Americans for Liberty since the, mm -hmm. the COVID lockdown. So I am so, so excited to not only be a part of that, but to see all these exciting and amazing people who are just movers and shakers in the greater liberty world. And let's be real. We all connect online, but like what? You've met maybe like a handful of your, your followers right. in real life. These are these kind of events that's like, oh, my God, you're a real person you. and you're a real yeah. person. And then yeah. and then you build these lifelong friendships. So if you're going to be coming to Orlando Make sure you stop by the Brian Nichols Show booth. Say hi. Grab a picture. We're going to be selling some proud libertarian Brian Nichols Show swag. It, I'm so excited. Uh, and I get to hang out with my buddy Chris. He's, he's going to be down there as well, too. So uh, you want to hang out with Brian Nichols and Chris Goizetta? Well, make sure you stop by there in Orlando. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, we can follow me at B Nichols Liberty Twitter, Facebook, Minds.com, uh, kind of Minds.com, kind of Parlor.com. Not really anymore. Let's be real. Instagram, TikTok. <laughs> I'm, I'm there now, actually, Jeremy. So here's a funny fact. Yeah. Chris Goizetta 
has me doing the video version of my my morning sales huddle. So I'll do a quick oh, nice. reading of it. Yeah, and I'll go ahead and have that posted over on my Instagram. And he takes it and he he puts it into a sh- a short little TikTok. Um, okay. So hopefully I'm 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 Get like uh, Steve Buscemi. Yeah, you know, hello yeah. fellow youths. I'm <laughs> I'm hip. Uh, and you know it's gross. I'm usually after my workouts. So I'm all covered in sweat and just gross. Yeah. I'm like. It's a video. I'll do it quick. But you know what? At the end of the day, I hope it helps. So fingers crossed. Yeah, but hey, folks, want to follow me there. Um, what do you got going on this week? What's on uh, the, the Jeremy Todd agenda? You're running for LNC. Uh, what is it? LNC um, at, at, large? at large. Yeah. yeah essentially. For, uh, we didn't talk about that yet. What the hell? Dig into that. Yeah. On, <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'll give you some insight into. Uh, hold on. Let me pull up my notes real quick. So um, after all the drama with uh, the LNC, Obviously, in 2022 in Reno, we're going to be electing new people to the leadership, um, both kind of the uh, not only the executive and the board, uh, but also all of the representatives from each region. And then there are five at large um, uh, positions. I have to run for at large uh, because I'll be changing regions. So uh, a few things that I want to make sure we focus on is, is continued full transparency about the party, similar to what Karen Ann Harlos uh, has done. I, I, I want to continue that legacy and be open, transparent, and let every person in the party, involved in the party, know everything that's going on, what we're spending our money on, what is happening. That information is not always easy to access. So I want to make it easier to access. Second thing, we want to end, end the strong chair model. Uh, chair should not be able to ma- wave a magic wand and run a dictatorship over the Libertarian Party. Um, propose uh, a new idea for strategic primaries. I think it is silly that we run our primaries at the same time as the Republicans and Democrats when we could get out, elect ours a month ahead, and then be in Iowa be in New Hampshire and say, hey, imagine if Tulsi Gabbard supporters, uh, you know, for how many years ago now, two years ago, <laughs> had been able to meet Joe Jorgensen, Spike Cohen, and no, I mean, we would have we won 50% of them, right? Um, but because we weren't there, we weren't able to connect. When Tulsi got screwed over, they by were the like, way, well, what, what else are we supposed to do, right? By the way, so who, I, who's, I would whose fault was that, by the way? Who, whose yeah, fault was that? that? that was, whose fault was that? That wasn't, that wasn't the Republicans and Democrats' fault, by the way. I just want to make sure we all yeah. know. And this is – and uh, I don't mean to interrupt. This is stuff we this, can do. Yes, and this is where we have to stop. Like, stop pointing the figures or fingers. Stop mm-hmm. – passing the the buck stop pointing blame somewhere else like let her speak no 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 make like make your own platform make it so they can't ignore you like we have to stop playing the game that the other team is playing start like make our own game damn it (laughs) people pay attention make our own game exactly uh and i think that's a really easy way to do it uh all the republicans and democrats and independents are there what why 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 aren't we well it's because we're busy still trying to pick our candidate too in a separate world i think it's silly we should move our uh we should move our national primaries up uh and then the last one is coalition building for the politically homeless nuclear power uh the uh like you and i have talked about sales professionals small business owners anti-war cryptos these are these small groups of people who have one single passion project and it might align and, and, it, and it oftentimes does align with what we believe about the world uh, why not make an environment similar to uh, like marijuana and guns 
right? In, in the Libertarian Party, that's just part of our culture, even though I don't <laughs> smoke marijuana, right? Like it's part of our culture. Why isn't nuclear oh. power part of our culture? Why isn't crypto part of our culture? Why isn't the anti-war leadership part of our culture? It should be uh, in the same way that marijuana and guns is. I, so make a home for those people in our party. That, so that's I've, I've been asked so a million times, Brian, why don't you run for, for office for LP something something? And this is why. Because there are folks like you who I've been working with behind the scenes who are who are doing what needs to be done mm-hmm. and you're doing it the right way. And you have exactly the plan and pathway laid out before you in terms of what we need to do as a party. And I know that I can help people like you and like Harrison and, and others get into positions of influence so where the cha- that once we get the chance to change the entirety of the conversation, and this is something I've been I've been promoting a lot on Twitter. If you don't follow me on Twitter, this is where I do a lot of like my my creative kind of just like outbursts. And one of the things I talk about a lot is not responding to narratives, but rather setting your own narratives. We need to stop going after the same target people that the left and the right have been going after time and again for generations at this point. It's in their culture, right? You you are either, you know, the, the, I was born a Republican conservative or I was born a progressive hipster. Like it's one of those two. And there's no kind of middle ground except, except for that 40 to 50% of people who are just kind of out there who just go along to get along and are quite literally politically homeless or politically apathetic for the the sole fact that they don't feel that they have a home. Well, guess what? If we actually go after them, like I had your friend Mark Schneider on the show for a show that's going to be airing here at the end of July, and we talked about nuclear power and we dug into it. I've had people on the show where we've dug into crypto and we're trying to figure out exactly how crypto can work to help us as a, you know, from our economic and monetary policy going forward. I had David Bellman on the program who... That amazing tweet that uh, who you just saw in, in a standup, Rob Schneider retweeted about the difference between the lumber prices. That was his actual company who posted that. He's on the show here back on Friday. I get to meet him, interact with him. He has his amazing podcast where he's meeting, reaching hundreds and thousands of folks every single year who are small business owners. And guess what? Building that relationship. I'm going to be on his show today on Monday as this show airs, uh, where I'm talking actually nothing about politics, but about cybersecurity and sales. But I get a chance to make an overtly liberty-oriented pitch to an audience that we would never speak to, not once mention the words liberty or libertarian, but leave enough things out there that when they go to search, they're going to be just flooded with all the options that are out there. And when they come to the show, they're going to see that there are other people just like them. It works. (laughs) And it drives me crazy that we have to get to this point, right? Where we have to lay it out for some folks in the greater liberty world who just don't get it. Because, and I'll end with this. We have too long embraced the little fish in little pond mentality. It's time for us to start to aim higher, aim for bigger waters, right? Let's let's get out of the little pond and let's get to a lake. And then from that lake to the river, And then from that river, we might have a chance to get to the ocean. But you can't go from the pond immediately in the ocean. Why? Because you'll get devoured by a shark. So what you need to do is you need to build your chops up. You got to become a nice strong bass in the lake, right? Uh, These are terrible analogies of fish, but it works. (laughs) Then become the muskie in the river. You know, you got the sharp teeth then. You might stand a chance. And then after you get the chance to go to the ocean and start to to beget the bigger fish, 
all of a sudden the little pond issues, they don't matter. Do you think that the, the Republicans and Democrats don't have issues internally? Of course they do. Their issues are magnified by like a bajillion. But does your average person pay attention to those issues? Not really. No, why? Because they're more concerned about how they're going to pay their bills. They're seeing right now that $100 to go to the grocery store used to fill the cart up. And now it gets like that little part where the kids sits filled. Like they're seeing the real life implications of monetary policy from both the Trump administration and the Biden administration destroying their families' livelihoods. They're seeing what the COVID lockdowns from Republicans and Democratic governors and mayors have done to their their communities, to their businesses. And they're pissed. They're pissed. And they should be pissed. You have parents who they've seen their kids stuck at home for over a year and a half because their, their public schools that they pay for, not by choice, just we're like, nah, we're not going to open up. And then when they actually saw what the kids are learning at home through the, the Internet, because now that's the only way they can do courses, the parents were mortified. And now they're, they're able they're actually standing up and saying enough. I want my dollars to go somewhere else. And now that's something that we can actually enter into as a conversation to start. So I say all this. Know who you're talking to. Know that the issues that you think are super, super important to you. They actually quite literally aren't. Nobody really cares about your issues if they're these very minute, tiny, little, insignificant issues that matter to like 0.00001% of the population. Focus on the things that people can all kind of look around and acknowledge are happening. Otherwise, you're talking to no one. I'm done. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. No. Ugh. That's fire. Yeah. And, and those issues begin with why figure out why they believe what they believe and connect on those principles that we believe choice matters. Consent matters. Uh, don't hurt people. Don't take their stuff. Live and let live. Start there. <laughs> you can find common ground with anybody. I just looked at the time and I was like, we were wrapping up 20 minutes ago. Sorry yeah, folks. So yeah, hopefully you, you stuck, right. you stuck three. I know some folks are like, okay, he's at the end. Fast forward, fast yeah. forward. They're going to be like, wait, I fast forwarded four times and he's still going. <laughs> What's happening here? 45 minutes left. What? No. So folks, thank you for sticking with us for today. Um, so some final uh, little action items here. Obviously, if you enjoyed the episode, share today's episode. Please tag Jeremy. Uh, I will include always his social media in the show notes. So please do that. Also, of course, I enthusiastically endorse Jeremy for his position that he's running for. So if you are interested in learning more about the LNC at large position, please go ahead and reach out to Jeremy. I'm sure he will tell you all about it. Also, if you want to go ahead and support the program, a couple of things you can do. Number one, the Patreon, briannicholshow.com forward slash support, $5, $10 a month. You get this awesome don't hurt people, don't take people stuff bumper sticker, but access to webinars, Q&As, Awesome courses. We're right now working with Chris uh, Guizetta to get his entire marketing course into the uh, the Patreon for all of you amazing subscribers at the account level executive. Jeremy's working on a sales program here as well for our $5 and $10 a month subscribers. So if you have not had the chance yet, make sure you head over there. But really quickly, shout out to Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lemma, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Hody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians big channel. Thank you all for supporting us here at the program. And one final plug. If you have not yet, head over to briannicholshow.com forward slash shop. Get your awesome Brian Nichols Show proud libertarian merch. We have some awesome stuff like our cool uh, cool mask, bro. Don't nuke me, uh, bro. Uh, t-shirts, crop top hoodies for the ladies. We have our Facebook. Uh, if you're an extremist, Jeremy. Were you an extremist, Jeremy, on Facebook? I was. I, yeah, I was absolutely. Of course. Yeah, me too. So if you were, make sure you head to briannicholshow.com. Get your I was a Facebook extremist personalized T-shirt. You can get your name inserted into the, the T-shirt again briannicholshow.com forward slash shop use code tbns at checkout 10% off 
all orders. And if you enjoyed the episode, give us a thumbs up, five-star rating and review at briannicholshow.com forward slash reviews. Hit, hit the subscribe button, all that magical stuff. That being said, I've had a blast. I know I'm tired. Jeremy's tired of hearing me too. So that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off here on today's amazing episode of The Brian Nichols Show. For Jeremy Todd, we'll see you Wednesday. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.